Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Credit Union Marketing Podcast. I'm Justin Lynch, and my guest today is Michael Matone, who is the VP of Marketing at Hudson River Financial Federal Credit Union. Michael recently went from a $3 billion credit union to a $60 million credit union, and he shares his insights into the differences and similarities between working at credit unions of two very different sizes. Michael is also the chair of the NYCUA Young Professionals Commission and is a strong advocate for getting involved in credit union associations. You'll hear why being involved is so important to him and why it's valuable for you to get involved as well. Let's jump into it. Thanks, Michael, for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Justin. So to start out, it'd be great if you could tell us a little bit about you and your journey and how it shaped who you are as a credit union marketer. Sure. My name is Mike Matone. I'm the VP of Marketing and Member Experience at Hudson River Financial Federal Credit Union. Been in the industry for a little over 10 years now and uh, held various roles in uh, marketing and public relations and have also worked extensively with State Association, the New York Credit Union Association. I was a former chair of the Young Professionals Commission. And I think every time that I've gotten involved in something around credit unions, I've become more enamored with the credit union movement and more passionate about the work that we do to help people. So I just really enjoy working in credit unions and really enjoying my role and have enjoyed previous roles that I've held and really excited to always work with other marketers, other credit union people on spreading the good word of uh, the credit union difference. Awesome. And so you recently just moved to Hudson River Financial Federal Credit Union, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I started here in October of 2018. And you were at Municipal Credit Union before that, correct? Yes. And uh, in my previous credit union, Municipal Credit Union, is a very large credit union. And this one, Hudson River Financial, is a very small credit union. So it's really interesting to see the differences in working at the two different types of credit unions. You know, one being very large with a lot of different departments and you know, a very focused scope into the type of work that you're doing versus a small credit union where you're really wearing a lot of hats and doing a lot of different things. You might not be able to get as deep into, you know, an area as you'd like. The one thing, though, that I've taken away from it so far is the similarities. Um, the people that you work with and the people that you work for are all great people. And that's what makes working in credit unions so great is that from a you know $3 billion credit union to a $60 million credit union, you know, the work that we're doing is the same. Uh, other than, you know, the scale, obviously, but the people that I worked with at, you know, both institutions and the members that I've been able to interact with at both institutions are just fantastic people. So what's been probably the biggest challenge for you personally going from a almost $3 billion credit union to a $60 million credit union? All right, so I'm going to take the cop-out answer here, Justin. I'm going to say budget. Um, You don't realize how important it is to take advantage of scale and budget until you don't have a lot to work with it anymore. It's really interesting to see how, despite limited funds for different marketing opportunities, you could still take and apply techniques that work in larger institutions and bring them to smaller institutions. You're just not able to do it at the scale that you know would allow it to perform even better. So it's really navigating, you know, so many different opportunities to, you know, get the brand out there, you know, market and advertise your products, but with limited funds behind you. So that's really been a challenge, but it's an exciting challenge because you really have to go deep into what makes the most sense for your brand, your institution, your target audience, things of that nature. Fortunately, technology helps solve that puzzle, but definitely the biggest challenge at a smaller credit union is handling um, a limited budget. 
What have you found that you haven't really been able to translate from the larger credit union to the smaller credit union? I know you mentioned a lot of things with technology making it easier and everything, but I'm sure there's still a few things that are, are really hard to do at a smaller scale or that you're maybe having to change the way that you approach it. As a credit union, you want to be all over your community, working with your members as much as you can, saying yes to as much as you can. And because of the limited manpower that we have, in addition to limited budget, it's hard to say yes to opportunities to do things in the community that you know can make positive impact. Because at the end of the day, if we overextend ourselves now, then a couple of years down the road, we won't be able to do more and do better. So I think that, you know, a real challenge is figuring out what makes the most sense right now for us in terms of, you know, working with our communities and putting out marketing materials for the right products and right services, you know, and not overextending ourselves too early on in this journey that we're having with our members and potential members looking to grow the credit union. So what are some ways that you guys really try to stretch the budget now, right? So how can you really maximize the dollars you're spending for the impact you're having on your members? Well, I am a born and raised uh, tried and true New Yorker. So in our neck of the woods here, everything is negotiable. So, you know, you just try and draw a hard line in the sand whenever you can. Utilizing information and data that's widely available to figure out what makes the most sense. Trying to get value add and package things together as much as possible. And then take the shoulder on some stuff. A lot of our digital advertising buy is done in-house through Google AdWords and Google Ads. I'm looking at HubSpot as a potential opportunity for us to look at really take on a lot of that grunt work on our own. We brought social media management in-house at the credit union. A lot of small credit unions pay for social media management, and I couldn't disagree more with that theory because social media is supposed to be an extension of your personality, and an outside firm really can't grasp your personality as well as a credit union can. That's the whole point of us as credit unions is, you know, we're supposed to know our members, be like our members, and be a part of our community. So really helping to stretch that budget by taking a lot of things in-house. It does take more work, but, you know, there's definitely more opportunities that can grow out of it. I know you mentioned, obviously, at a smaller credit union, you have to wear a lot of different hats. Do you find that is the same across all the departments at the credit union there? Yeah, definitely. Um, We have 10 employees for our entire institution. Everyone here does a lot of different things. They manage a lot of different roles. They wear hats. You know, you'd be surprised. You know, I know that people are surprised when they hear that I handle marketing, but also member experience. So I oversee the member service representatives here at the credit union. But in a way, it allows everyone to have a better understanding of everything that's going on at the credit union and why it's happening that way. And I think when you focus on why things are being done a certain way, it gives you a better understanding of what needs to be done, you know, circling back to that marketing perspective. Sometimes at larger institutions, in my experience at Municipal, there's a lot of different things going on, and you know, people don't always communicate in, in the way that would be most effective. So a lot of time was spent you know, trying to figure out exactly why things were being done the way they were done and constantly communicating with different people to get a full understanding of how you know, we, re- we needed to bring it all together. And then that takes away from the time that you want to spend putting strategic plans together and putting together marketing plans and things of that nature as well. So for those who are at mid-sized to larger credit unions, do you have any tips for those marketers on how to essentially kind of reduce those channels of communication, right? So you can spend more time helping members. Sure. I think that the biggest thing would be to be really open 
I know that sometimes we don't want to take criticism from others, especially those that aren't from our field, from our area of expertise. But I think it makes a lot of sense for marketers to allow other people to come to them and really have an open door policy with what other people think would make sense from a marketing perspective and things that they see competitors are doing. You know, and put it out there, you know, with all your other managers and people that you work with. Say, hey, you know, I want you to come with me every so often with some good ideas based on what you're seeing from the members and some feedback on some of the marketing materials that, you know, we've been putting out there or some of the campaigns that we've put together. And then expect to be able to do the same. Come up with different ideas or, or look out in the marketplace and see what's being done best practice-wise in lending and member experience and go to those people, go to those owners of those areas and have a dialogue with them and really get everyone on the same page in terms of focusing on the purpose of what everyone's doing, not just a particular task at hand. When you were at Municipal, how did you guys structure some of your communication, right? Did you end up having meetings or were you still, even though you're a large credit union, were you still able to kind of walk down the hallway and go and talk to the people you needed to, to make sure everyone was on the same page? I think it was a combination because people were so you know inundated with work over 500,000 members at at Municipal, and you you have a lot of great people there. And when you have to handle that volume, they have to be very focused on the work that's being done. So a lot of it was done at, you know, update meetings, monthly meetings, communicating through email, or just, you know, knocking on the door. Never hurts to walk into an office at 7.30 with a cup of coffee in order to get, you know, 20 minutes or a half hour of someone's time. But it was really figuring out what made the most sense for each individual that you wanted to work with, communicate with whether it be they're very good communicating via email and always understand what you write via email and they're not interpreting it the wrong way versus, you know, in-person one-on-ones versus, you know, exchange of ideas at a, a more collaborative and larger meeting. So for the people who are at, say, a medium or larger size credit union and they end up going to a smaller credit union, what advice do you have for those people in that transition? Uh, learn accounting. Right now, Hunter River Financial is a single branch credit union. And in order to work at a small credit union, you really need to get a real detailed understanding of, you know, the day-to-day flow of branch operations. Really get a better understanding of lending operations and the real meat and potatoes of the work that we do. And be willing to do anything that is asked to be done. And I think that you'll get past that stigma that a lot of people in the industry have, which is, you know, marketing is kind of its own thing. And they don't really understand, you know, credit union operations the way finance people and lending people and retail banking, you know, operations people do. You know, really, really be willing to learn is a huge, huge piece of advice I can give to someone who is going into a small shop. What would you say are the pros and cons of working at a smaller credit union? Well, you know, I think I went through the cons in terms of, you know, the budgetary restrictions and the time restrictions and, you know, the need for time management. I think the pros are just the flexibility and the open communication that can be had because there's less people involved. The other pro that I found at the small credit union is that you kind of see your impact more because you're dealing more directly with members. So you really get a better understanding of how the work that you're doing is impacting the membership in a very, very personal and impactful way. If we flip that around, what would you say are the pros and cons of working at a larger credit union? I think it's, you know, the the complete inverse, you know, the cons, you know, sometimes you get lost in the work that you're doing. So you you have to kind of reset yourself and get back to the purpose and really understand, you know, from the individual member level, why the work that you're doing is so important to people, you know, really struggling to make sure lines of communication remain open and there's full transparency and everything that's being done. 
pros, again, you know, do have a lot to work with in terms of your resources, and you get an opportunity to work with great people. I mean, currently I'm handling marketing, business development, public relations, in addition to other areas. And, you know, when I was at Municipal, there was a fantastic business development team there, real great marketing group. I oversaw the public relations area. You got the opportunity to work with so many people. You got a diverse level of experiences, which always helps bring new ideas to the table. And, you know, you got to work on really, really exciting programs and campaigns. I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, you had mentioned that you were the chair of the NYCUA Young Professionals Commission. Can you describe a little bit about what you did with that and why you volunteered and how that helps professionals in the credit union industry? So I was fortunate enough to work with a board member uh, named Shirley Jenkins, who recently passed away, who really instilled in me the importance of giving back to the credit union movement, especially someone who was employed by the movement you know, volunteering and, and making sure that, you know, we grow this industry for the next generation. And uh, got involved with the New York Credit Union Association, and they put together a young professionals group that was tasked with allowing for opportunities for young people to grow within New York Credit Union. And I jumped, you know, two feet in, went on as a commission member, then secretary, then vice chair, and then chair. And throughout my time working as part of the YPC, we really saw ourselves as a natural extension of the association empowering young people to get more educated, advocate on behalf of credit union, you know, get involved in fundraising and networking opportunities. We ran our own conferences for young professionals throughout the state. And uh, the current chair, Richard Selwood, from a credit union up in Rochester, is you know, continuing on and, and growing on with some of that work that we did. We worked with CUNA, um, Adam Engelman, to do the um, Young Professionals and Advocacy Conference with CUNA back in 2015 or 16 had uh, almost 50 YPs hiking the hill and getting a full immersion into the advocacy experience. We were able to do a lot of fun things, and we were able to do those things while giving back to credit unions and credit union foundation, other things that we were asked to do. So it was a really, really fun time. And again, can't stress enough, you know, I met great people. I've never came across someone that I didn't think was an absolutely outstanding person working in credit unions. For anyone who may be on the fence about joining a credit union association, what would you tell them to push them over the fence? It will make you better at your job because when you get to meet more people that work in credit unions, you get, again, you know, that diverse level of experience amongst people. You know, no two people have the same experiences. And to be able to exchange ideas and knowledge with other people that work within the, within the movement it will only give you some ideas to improve something that's going on at your institution or improve you know, how you do you know, a certain project or task or complete a certain goal. Um, getting out there and really pushing to learn more about what's going on in credit unions you know, can only make you better at what you do. Sometimes people look at the expense of conferences and you know, things of that nature. There's things that can be done you know, virtually, joining different credit union groups on LinkedIn, you know, listening to podcasts like this one, doing webinars, joining discussion boards. Any way you can connect yourself with more credit union people, it's going to allow you to do your job better. Awesome. Very well said. Uh, I was my, my last question was going to be, if you could give anyone one piece of advice, what would it be? But I feel like you kind of just said that. I'm happy to increase the efficiency of the call a little bit. I can't say it enough. Because if you keep you know, doing things the way you think they should be done, it's only going to get done a certain way. The results are going to be a certain way. And you know, they'll slowly grow as you scale. But you know, there's opportunities to learn from others about how they're doing things differently, and you can plug it in and apply some techniques that you know to some of the ideas that come from the outside. The opportunities are boundless for growth. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me, Michael.
Yeah, no problem. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you again soon and listening to some of the other folks you have on here. Awesome. And with that, we will wrap the show. Music from the show is from filmmusic.io. The song is Cold Sober by Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at incompetech.com.